Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Lisa Lindahl. She's a book author as well as the founder and inventor of the sports bra. Lisa, welcome to our podcast. Thank you, Christopher. So let's talk about bras. <laughs> I don't wear them, but I know many women that do. And, and um, I'm grateful to have you here because I think at least from what my female friends have told me that work out a lot, they cannot live without that. So tell us what inspired you to create the sports bra. Well, I came out of personal need, Christopher. I was a runner doing about 30 miles a week and I was really uncomfortable and sometimes self-conscious. And I was just solving my own need. But the important, well, and that's important for every entrepreneur to know that um, a really good idea comes from a perceived need. Um, but really, and, and bras are, you know, uh, actually- I, I don't know. <laughs> Well, actually, undergarments are really follow po politics and history. It's really interesting. You look at the history of undergarments, and it's a reflection of what's going on in the culture. And that's uh, very true of the sports bra. You know, until 1972, um, well, 1972, the uh, Title IX was passed, which said that any federally funded program for sports or athletics had to be equal for women as well as uh, women and girls as well as boys and men. And that had not been the case until 1972. So that was great because all of a sudden there could be team sports for girls and in uh, colleges and universities and such. But that didn't take away their um, discomfort and self-consciousness on those teams and on those fields because they didn't have the proper athletic equipment namely a sports bra until it is. keep going sorry i was just well, that's so fascinating really it is i mean imagine you know guys often will say to me well what's the difference between a sports bra and a regular bra and i'll say well would you really play basketball in your uh wingtips or your loafers or would you go do certain sports without a jock strap on and they always go uh, no <laughs> the same thing. I like how you talk about how men talk. Oh, no. Of course. <laughs> That's a good impression. Well, good job, Lisa. But also, the, so I wrote this book, Unleash the Girls, the untold story of the invention of the sports bra and how it changed the world and me because, you know, coming up with a good idea is one thing, making it happen is a whole other thing. And there are a lot of stories about that. But this story is really a woman's story. It, it's about, you know, I found a business partner, another woman, and we were very different people. And it wasn't easy. And it wasn't pretty. And we clashed heads a lot. You know, and, and in the women's movement, there's a lot of stuff about women for women and women taking care of women. And we were not taking care of each other. And we had this wildly successful business. I mean, we were profitable from the year one. We grew an average of 25% per year and didn't even know that was a big deal. And, you know, we, we just had a tiger by the tail. And meanwhile, there was 
all this stuff going on beneath the surface. And I believe that women's stories really need to be told by the women that lived it and not be interpreted by others or other people's ideas of what went on. Anyway. <laughs> no, that's, that's so inspiring, Lisa. I mean, your story reminds me of Sarah Blakely, who invented Spanx, and she's one of the most well-known, prominent female entrepreneurs, but she talks about her story. Again, I don't know many guys that know what Spanx are until she came along, and when I talk to women, though, they're all like, I know what Spanx are, but with you, again, you're, you're the pioneer, which is, which is great, because without you, I don't know if there would be a Sarah Blakely, who knows, right? But yeah. I'm fascinated because from an analogy standpoint, you literally created a sports bra to support yourself, literally, but you're also creating a story to support the world and, and women, but also men too, frankly, because everyone needs support. So I'm curious, as you said, you have an idea, but how did you take that idea into an actual invention and to make money from that? So what were some of the steps you shared in, in the 70s that you invented the sports bra? Well, the first thing I did was understand what I was good at what I could do and what I couldn't do. And so here I had this idea for a garment and I don't sew. <laughs> I had no idea how to sew. So I went to a friend of mine who, who in the, when we were in eighth grade together, she got an A in the sewing class and I got a D. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to her and asked her to help me make this thing. And she rolled her eyes because she said there's nothing more difficult to construct than a bra other than a shoe really yeah and the reason is there's three-dimensional support it's not just about draping a shirt or a dress or you know it was actually three-dimensional and had to provide support and go around anyway so but i you asked what i did to make it happen and so I found the help I needed first in someone who could help me create the product. And then I found a business partner who could help me finance the business and move it out into the world, figure out how to really produce the product. So let me just hold on those two points, because again, our guests sometimes drop these gems of wisdom and they just gloss over it. So I want our listeners <laughs> to really know, no, seriously, I, I really want to listen to know because too many people have ideas, especially you, you have mm -hmm. all these reality shows and competitions. Everyone believes it can be a rock star. Everyone believes it can be a, a successful entrepreneur. But what you just said, know what you know you can do well, and then find the people, the finance people that can actually make it a, an actual reality. Because again, most people assume or think they know things well. They have in their mind what they think they do well. But just that one self-aware epiphany I want our listeners to know, like, know what you do well. In my case, I talked a lot as a kid. I got punished for it. I love to express myself as your stories. I know I do that well, and I got punished for it, but it's just still knowing. What I don't do well, as I mentioned to you, Lisa, I can turn on and off a computer, and beyond that, don't ask me any questions. <laughs> but, but the other flip side is making a reality is you have to have a finance guy or guy. You have to have someone that understands the monetary money side, because again, ideas don't make money. The person right. that makes the actual product makes the money. And so those two really key points is frankly what everyone needs, which I see lacking in a lot of people. But Lisa, thank you so much for sharing those very two very specific profound insights. Now, the last question I want to ask is, looking back now, you've been a pioneer for so many years. What do you, what do you hope that your book does? I think it looks like you released it recently. What do you hope 
your book does, and frankly, even though you wrote it, well, maybe for women or for the world, but I, as, a, as a straight man, I still love your story. But tell us what you hope your story does for your readers and your audience. Oh, um, I really hope that it inspires and shows whether you're a man or a woman or an, or an athlete or a couch potato, it kind of doesn't matter. What I hope that it does is shows that we all must face and live through our vulnerabilities in order to grow and, and, and grow and keep becoming. And you'll notice I left the word succeed out of that because this idea we have about, oh, we need to succeed, we need to be successful, that, no. No, it's, it's really about becoming all that it's within us to become, to grow. And for instance, what I haven't mentioned is that I have epilepsy. I've had epilepsy since I was a child, which means I have convulsions and I'm on medication. And that was perceived by many to be a big obstacle. And it is an obstacle. I was told I couldn't do this and you can't do that and you can't do this and you can't do that. Well right, maybe not the way other people did it, but I found ways around it. It made me a very creative problem solver. And so as I went into business, when a, a problem or a task was presented and you couldn't do it this way and you couldn't do it that way and there's this problem, I would find ways around it, much as I had all my life. You know, Lisa, you can't do this. You can't go swimming alone. You can't drive a car. You can't do this. You, what if you have a seizure? Blah, blah, blah. So by living through that vulnerability, I was able to, to become everything, not everything yet, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, um, become what I was able to become in that moment. And so this story, Unleash the Girls, it, it's, it's not, it's a parable. You know, it's my experiences and my story, but I hope that it shows others and reveals to them their own stories, their own places where they can grow. They're, that's what I hope my Unleash the Girls will do for every reader. That's awesome. Well, thank you for sharing your story and the tips on how to build their own story and become their own story, Lisa. How can our guests stay in touch with you and read your book? Well, they can find the book on any online uh, bookseller. Of course, it's available on Amazon and Nook and um, Barnes and Noble and all of that. They can reach me on my website, which is simply my name, lisalindahl.com, www.lisalindahl, L-I-S-A-L-I-N-D-A-H-L.com. Um, love to hear from everybody. I also make visual art. I do art. So on my website, you can see some of my art as well as read about my book, Unleash the Girls, the untold story of the invention of the web, of, <laughs> of the sports bra and how it changed the world and me. And um, my other, my first book, which is called Beauty as Action, 
the way of true beauty and how to practice, how its practice can change our world. So that's me. <laughs> it's just you. Lisa, thanks me. so much for sharing your very inspiring story, putting a massive smile on my face and our listeners' faces as well. Have a great day. Thank you so much, Christopher. Take care. Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you want to turn your story into a successful speaking or coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com for details.